This is Comet Picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. If hey, like, Jason Glick. <laughs> Whether you viewed by, uh, it's like by To Be Continued Part next, last week as a promissory threat, <laughs> um, I'm back to talk about Wolf- Wolverine. All right. Just in time for the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, I, just so you know, I haven't watched the um, leaked version yet because I am a boringly honest person who wants to pay to see it in theaters. Hey, I'm with you on this one. Yeah, and also there's also the fact that I hear the um, leaked version just hasn't had all the FX work. Yeah. There's that issue, too. Yeah, that, to me, would ruin a movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I really depend on some of that stuff, so... Yeah, indeed. I mean, it's like, it's some, like a big blockbuster, summer blockbuster-type movie like it, like Wolverine, like that. I want to, you, you want it to live or die by its FX, but I mean, like, this... With something like Wolverine, you want it to live or die by its characters, too. Exactly. And to be honest, um, I, I'm looking forward to it, because, like, the trailer, trailer looks good. Yeah. The trailer also makes me worry that it's going to be overstuffed with characters... But um, we're gonna we're gonna. So. I also wonder about the the um, logistics of um, working Cyclops into Wolverine's origin story. But hey, we're not here to judge. <laughs> yeah, we're also gonna we're also going to withhold judgment on Leah Schreiber, generally a very good actor, um, being a um, being Sabretooth, who <laughs> well, basically, I mean, it's like Sabretooth is like completely feral version of Wolverine. He's Wolverine's all Wolverine's bad instincts given form, mm-hmm. and Schreiber. He's good, but I mean, he strikes me as a far too cerebral actor for that kind of thing. Agreed. Yeah. Still, but I mean, like the guy can act, so I, um, I'm going to withhold judgment on. I will withhold judgment on on how he's going to do until I see the movie. Okay. In comparison, say something like, like say judging like Dragon Ball before it hits the movies, which I know is probably going to be a complete piece of shit. Yeah. So, exactly. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> I can tell you though before before seeing the movie that while the movie is not going to be a direct adaptation of any Wolverine story you've seen before. It is probably most likely going to incorporate two stories that you that have been reprinted um, for several years now. Um, the first and most prominent of which is Origin. Well, I mean, it's called Origin because, hey, you know, like, out of all comic book characters, no, no character is Origin is enshrouded in more, more secrecy and mystery and generic conspiracy work. Than Wolverines, mm-hmm. like I mean, what kind of person was he before he became Wolverine? Right. I mean, and Origin, you know, it's it's good, and it's like rereading it like like now recently, it's like I got it. It's like there are some part it's there's some parts I feel that could have been done better, but the thing I like most about it is that it's just, it's not just a series of bam, that's how he is moments. You know, like it's not just it's not just like um them. Been doing a hit list of like, oh, this, 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 and this, and this, this turned into turned um turned Logan into Wolverine. I mean, like, I mean, the story basically starts off at this in like in Canada around the um late nineteenth century during the gold gold rush years mm-hmm. on this on like on this um big on this big um on this big high class high class mansion with this one girl, a nice redhead named. Ro- 12-year-old redhead named Rose being brought in to serve it, serve as a friend for James Howlett, um, the, the the youngest son of the of the Howlett family who um who who, who runs the mansion and also the uh, and there's also the this one this one boy named Dog who becomes their friend as well. He's the son of the groundskeeper named Logan, who's also just like this scary scary mean drunk uh-huh. like who, who's um allowed to stay on the. On the on the grounds of the of the mansion for reasons that aren't made entirely clear. Hmm. Well, they are eventually, but it's but it's not entirely pleasant. Uh. So, but the thing is, 
But the thing is, like, as as you know, you find out that oh wait, um, James out this cute this this cute sickly kid who who cherishes his puppy and and like, he's just like a big big giant pussy. Oh well, apparently he pops his claws one day, and oh wait, he's Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And it's and then you and then you find out you follow him as he and Rose have to escape to to, to like to the mi- mines of um, British Columbia and in order to forge your life there, but. Even as they try, they manage to um, for, eke out a life in themselves. Wolverine's nature eventually um, starts to assert itself, assert himself over the years, and um, the and the um, the Hallett family turns out to not be done with him after all the havoc he caused when when he popped his claws. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a good like I said, it's a that's a good story that and I I can see how like, all this stuff that happens in the story could shape Wolverine. I mean, like it's not. Like I said, it's not a series of origin moments. Mm. It's just a series of, of accumulated uh, life experience that basically like, shapes this shapes um, young James Howland into the Wolverine that we know and love today. Mm. What the thing that doesn't work quite so well is that, well, it's okay. It's written by written by Paul Jenkins, and Jenkins it does a good job with what he's with with what he has to do here. But the thing is, he's a lot of the the way the dialogue is is done. It's kind of like it's we're aiming towards art here. I mean, like, it starts off with, I, a right terrible tragedy. It was just after the place was built. The elder boy took ill all of a sudden and died. They buried him here on the grounds. That was such a desperate, sad day for everyone. Oh, that must have been so awful, Mr. Kenneth. I mean, this is the, this is the superhero comic. I mean, it's, yeah. I can, I know that the Wolverine, that the origin of Wolverine is supposed to be, like, one of the biggest stories ever, but to try and treat it as an, art? As an art narrative? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, the the um the blurb on the back from the comic buyer's guide says origins are crossed between great expectations and Jane Eyre and worth waiting twenty six years for. Good lord, people! There should be a law against pretentiousness as bad as that. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, it gets a little leeway because yeah, people talk that way back then. But still, I mean, it's like there's this cut. There's this whole air of art that sur- that suffuses the project that I really think they. They should have done away, away with. I mean, it should have just been. They should have embraced its more comic booky nature. I mean, the mm-hmm. art um, by Andy Kubert is mm-hmm. great, and like it's helped immensely by the um, co- coloring by, Rich, by the, the digital painting by Richard Isenove, mm-hmm. and like he's he's got a good eye for action and for characters. Well. I mean, this is a guy who used to um, just just make his living by just um, doing like big superhero action poses on on the regular X Men title, and he's come a long way since then. I mean, he he's done some great stuff with this. With this stuff, with this volume here, mm-hmm. but but still, I mean, it's like it it feel there is this like there's this air of pretentiousness that kind of like takes away from 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 the book being as entertaining as it could have been. I mean, yeah, you'll probably see part a lot of it um being um done up, a lot of it being reinterpreted for the movie. But I mean, like the whole reason this to be honest, like the whole I heard the whole reason that this this um origin story even exists is because if Marvel didn't do the origin of Wolverine, the movie would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, but one thing I do like about the book, and I went and talked about this last week um, with the um, Messiah Complex hardcover, is that t- I love having having the, the um, like the notes from the writers about how the story came to be um, in the back of the book, as opposed to sketches. And good lord, they've got a lot of stuff from all the people involved with it from from Mar- from from Mar- the Mar- Marvel publishing chief at the time, Bill Jamas. Um, for, to um, editor in chief Joe Quesada, to um, Paul Jenkins' own treatment on in here. I mean, it's 
I mean, it's like there's lots of stuff to show you how this, how the story, like, um, I think it got shaped into this, the story that you're reading in this volume. I mean, like, some of this stuff is weird. Like, I mean, like setting it in a, uh, in a Texas suburb with, um, with Ro, with Rosa being a Latino and, um, mm. and like, um, J- and, um, and Wolverine being like a, uh, being a flabby, flabby, um, wealthy bookish kid. I mean, it's, and, and his parents being yuppies. I mean, <laughs> stuff like this. I mean, it's like, it's what, it's like it's it's cool to see how how this um like how the story evolved and that she came came to be. I mean, it's like it's 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 great stuff. And I'd love to see more of it in comic books, but it's I'm feeling my complaints are falling on deaf ears here. But still, Wolverine Wolverine origin. It's it's a good story. I mean, it's like like the origin of Wolverine, Wolverine that tells here. I feel is good is good enough that it's 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 worth looking into if you if you can find it. Mm. Okay. Now the other story they're going to be taking out for the movie is on Weapon X right. by Barry Windsor Smith. Gotcha. This is a story of basically how what happened when Wolverine got his adamantium when he was captured by this shady government organization, mm-hmm. and um and uh, tried and they tried to turn him into this this living weapon. I mean it's it's a good it's a great story actually. I mean it's like even even though I'm not entirely sure how much of this stuff actually exists in continuity today, mm-hmm. but. It's 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 great because it's it's less it's to be honest it's less a story about about Wolverine than it is about the people who turn who try to turn him into a killing machine. I mean, you've got the professor, this this um ins, insecure this insecure arrogant leader of the Weapon X project who's being who's who's being guided by these shadow by shadowy um the shadowy conspiracy who we never see and they're tell, they're telling him just enough to let him do his job but not enough to, to prevent him. From, him and everyone from getting killed in the end. Right. Then you got um, Professor Cornelius, who is um, was on the run from the law, but um, brought into the but he's just brought into the project because he in order to save his skin, and he's just going along with this because hey, you know what? They signed the checks. Yeah. So right. And then there's um, then there's Heinz, the um, the, the cute female receptionist who's just a computer tech there, but she's kind of. But she's looking looking at uh, what they're doing to this to this uh, Logan guy, and saying, hey, "You know what? This this isn't right. I mean, where, why are we doing this? I mean, it's it, the story really like Weapon X is more the story, just like how these people like uh, um, react to like turn to the business of turning like a regular guy, even if he may be a mutant, but just turning this this guy into this into a primal weapon, and then see seeing what happens when when this when when the weapon goes out of control." I mean, it's a it's a great story. And to us, it doesn't feel has a lot of it doesn't have a lot of comic book touches that you get from a lot of the comic books that were published in the nineties. I mean, it feels I don't know, like like it's it's a more serious work without a lot of without a lot of pretension, pretension that you get from something like Origin. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good good char- character driven story with lot and it's got lots of action for all for all you superhero fans looking for um, Wolverine going around and killing stuff. But it's it's not the Wolverine you're used to knowing. I mean, he's just this. This brainwashed character who's just at the mercy of all these people, um, in order to decide his fate. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like I said, it's good stuff, and like I said, even though I like I said I don't know how how much of it is in, is in actual continuity these days, it's well worth picking up. And to us, I'd rather I'd be, I, I'd rather I'm probably grade, grading the Wolverine movie against this more than Origin. Gotcha. Okay, now these days though, I mean like Wolverine. He's all over the goddamn place. I mean, he's got let's see, three, not now four ongoing titles. 
Hey, let's see. There's Wolverine, there's Wolverine. There's Wolverine Origins. Wolverine First Class, which is the All Ages book, and now Wolverine Weapon X, written by Jason Aaron, illustrated by Ron Garney. Which I mean, yeah, no world needs another Wolverine title like a kick in the teeth. But if it's being written by the guys who did Get Mystique, then yeah, I'll, I'll be all over that once the trade paperbacks right, come out. Right. Anyway, but I mean, like the Wolverine's most recent. Um, ongoing series is being actually being um, relaunched into a vehicle for his son. Yeah, he's got a son. Uh-huh. It's called Dakin, uh-huh. and um, he's apparently like apparently he hates his dad because he thinks his dad's his dick. And like while Wolverine's like he's prone to his berserker rages, Dakin he he can control his his baser instincts, and that he feels that's what makes him a better person than his dad. But you know, like I've heard that the title he's been introduced into Wolverine Origins is complete. It's for the most part kind of garbage, so I'm not. So I, I am not going to be talking about that here. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but still, like the Wolverine's original is, as it was relaunched, it's sold to lots of good stories because, like, after it was originally written by, um, it originally had Greg Rucka, great, great writer, prose or comic book form, mm-hmm. at, um, doing the, doing the stories, and he did three volumes, um, the best of which is, um, the third one, Return of the Native, because, you know, he's, I mean, like. This is the, this volume basically has Wolverine encountering a, a character, a um, refugee from the Re- Weapon X project because you know like all so that Sabretooth is basically Wolverine Wolverine's basic instincts um, gone bad. Um, there's also the the other possibility that you know like Wolver- that Wolverine's feral nature completely overwhelms him and just becomes nothing more than a beast, which is kind of like what what Rucka was um, like sh- um, il- um, digging into at, over the course of the of his run on the novel, just like what. How does Wolverine um, deal with his bestial nature? This this volume involves him coming face to face with this refugee from the Weapon X project, who basically did go all the way, who is whose mind was destroyed to the point where she is nothing, where she is nothing more than a feral beast. Mm-hmm. And what what do they have in store for her? Well, probably some some shady organization has hired Sabretooth to come and get her, get her so they can they can exploit her for their own ends. Now when she, now when she hands Sabretooth his ass. He realizes, okay, I gotta go and um, get Wolverine to look to go and track her down for me. Now, this is a great, this is a good Wolverine versus Sabretooth story because while Sabretooth has been portrayed as, as like you know, it's like a mindless killer, or in his better times as a as a cunning as a cunning killer, mm-hmm. this is sort of more of his cunning killer variety. I mean, he's just going, he, he's just he sees he sees the angles here and he knows how to ex- exploit them for his, for his benefit. And even though he's he's double crossed by by everyone over the course of the story, it's like he he knows how to work work all the angles in order to make th- make things um, work for him in the end. Wolverine though does tends to find a kin- finds a kindred spirit in the native, how someone who knew who knew what it was like to be exploited by 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 people for, for their own ends, and it was, and I really like the relationship that he that he that Rucka sets up with with him, with the native, but. Yeah, as as these things go in comic books, you know, like it wasn't meant to last. And as this was Rucka's last arc on the book, she gets killed in the end. So, so we're so we're um, prevented from seeing how how his, Wolverine's relationship with her would have been developed over. It's like like over time, and oh. that's a shame. But still, if you're looking for a good Wolverine versus Saber Shoe story, I, I'd go ahead and recommend this. It's far more intelligent than most. Uh, most of the other ones, especially um, Jeff Loeb's recent um, Wolverine Evolution story, which basically had Wolverine finally killing Sabretooth, mm. and also completely ruining continuity and introducing a completely awful bad guy in the process. 
along with telling you about how, oh, wait, apparently Wolverine, uh, interesting prophecy where that Wolverine is like one, and like Sabretooth are part of this pack of wolf wolf creatures. Like right? there's also yeah. like there's like one, one dark haired one, one blonde one who are supposed to emerge and fight each other. And it's like, how that, how that got past quality control at Marvel, I don't know. But, but you know, it's like kind of like, Kind of like what I said last week with the Dragon Ball movie. Yeah, I'm not here to judge, but um, that, that storyline sounds like absolute shit. So, the, so John, unless you're going to w- willing to like um, buy this for me out of the money we get from advertising, I ain't going to touch this. <laughs> I'm going to stay a hell away. I'm going to take everyone's um, word for it that it is absolute shit and just you know not bother. There you go. Yeah, I mean it's like yeah. If anyone wants to like check it out themselves and tell me how wrong I am, feel free to let me know. How, feel free to let me know how, actually how wrong I am. <laughs> yeah. Now, for those of you looking for um, like more action-oriented Wolverine stuff, I mean, I'll be—I'll admit, Rekha's arc is more thoughtful than actually like having Wolverine go around killing people. Mm-hmm. And I got a so- good soft spot for having Wolverine run around killing a whole bunch of people. <laughs> enter, enter Mark Miller, um, writer, writer of the author- the Authority, the Ulti- Ultimates, Ultimate X Men, and all sorts of other other titles, including Wanted as well. That's right, Wanted. Yes, and he basically um, did two volumes. Did a nice twelve issue arc of Wolverine um, getting brainwashed by by the hand, the the, um, nin- the ninja bad guys of the Marvel universe, and then and then like going around killing, like doing his best to terrorize all of Marvel's superhero community. Now that that worked, that one went went pretty well for the first half. The second half is when he's get, he's captured by Shield, rebrainwashed to be to be his old good good guy self, and then going around getting vengeance and killing everyone in order to. In order, in order to like to get take back take back his good superhero name, that's uh, a good it's a good fun fun killing like Wolverine goes around killing people story. I mean, the second half is um is is more better is better than the first. It's, it's good seeing Wolverine like you know just realizing God man, it's like they these guys really screwed me over. So like I've got to go I got to go ahead and make up for this. I got to go open my best foot forward to like, take to make amends. And like, that's that makes the second volume better. Along with a nice little one-off story by Miller and, and artist Cara Andrews, I mean, the rest of the arc was illustrated by John Romita Jr. Who, God, man, there's this guy does some great, great superhero action, and he's he's on he's on his fine form in this in, in these twelve issues. The uh, final final storyline, final story by by Miller and Cara An- Car Andrews, basically has Wolverine. It's, it's really the story of Wolverine. It's sort of a of a Nazi commandant who's basically um, sent over to the Soviet War prison camp in order to like, increase its killing efficiency. Only problem is, there's this one one war prisoner who's there, but he just won't die. Yeah, no points for guessing who that, who that, guy, that guy is. But it's, it's, a, good, it's a good exercise in, in a nice um, old-school old school comic book um, horror story. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's fun seeing, fun seeing this, this Nazi com- commandant just slowly come unhinged after this one guy just keeps coming back, no matter how many times he tries to kill him. It's fun. Uh, however, um, going for, for the more ridiculous um, fun, though, is um, Wolverine's um, Civil War story arc. Now, the Civil War crossover basically had, um, like, ha- um, basically hit off with the, this one supervillain, Nitro, um, blowing up a bunch of um, school kids in a school, in, in this one school after the New Warrior superhero team um, um, try, um, botched their botched their apprehension of him and the rest of his rest of his bad guy group. So, what so what do you do when like the, the main main architect's like superhero tragedy goes 
like goes off and just re- tries tries to escape. You send Wolverine in to, to track track him down. Of course. Yeah. And it's a good good over the top story story arc. I'm like it has lot lots of great exaggerated action from from artist Humberto Ramos, who I already talked about in his with his art for uh, um for X Men Blinded by the Light. And it's it's good over over the top fun, even if the final storyline basically asks that you take all the injuries that Wolverine has suffered um, a bit too seriously um for its own good. Because I can accept, you know, Wolverine Wolverine getting all the skin flayed off his skeleton as um, artistic license on the part of Humberto Ramos because like the guy's mm-hmm. the guy's art style starts it over the top mm-hmm. and then goes from there. But when you ask, when you're asking me to accept that, oh wait, um, Wolverine act- was actually burned burned down to a skeleton and then managed to regenerate himself. Yeah, that that that's even that's stretching plausibility even for a uh, for a superhero comic. Exactly. Yeah, but still, if you can get past that. And just accept it as, as um, act, as artistic license. Um, it's it's good. It's a good um, act. It's a good Wolverine action story. Sure. And also has a nice, nice, somewhat serious subplot about about war profiteering that, that actually fits in with the whole civil civil war storyline. So, good stuff. Yeah. Anyway, going wrapping things up for now. Well, one of the things that, like, I can't remember exactly how this happened, but Wolverine has also been. Found a second home in Japan as well because mm-hmm. I think it's from the original miniseries that was done by Chris Claremont and Frank Miller. Basically, set him up in Japan and just have him fight all all these bad, all these um, Japanese influenced bad guys there. It was right. good stuff, but it's I haven't picked it up because I read it almost ten years ago at UCR's special collections library. Wow. Yeah, so like I'm probably gonna pick it up um, one of these days and re- rereading it and see how it is. But ever since then, Wolverine's found a second home in Japan in the comics. It became a bit more literal once Marvel um, did their tsunami imprint, which don't ask me about that because it's, <laughs> it was either like just like Marvel throwing a whole bunch of new, new shit at the wall to see what would stick or just them trying to cash in on the uh, manga craze right. that exploded at, in the mid nineties by doing, doing like a bunch of Asian influence stuff. Right. One of the things that came out of that other thing was um Wolverine sticked, mm-hmm. which is in case I mispronounced it. It's snicked. Yeah, it's the it's the sound his claws make when they come out of his IKT. Yes, yes. His claws make when they come out of his arms, and this was illustrated by um, Tsutomu Nihei, um, who who is best known for um, writing Blame. It's a Blame is a good is an interesting manga. It's I classify as good different, even though like the story after ten volumes doesn't quite really lead anywhere in um, in particular, Uh but it's pretty. Yeah. So if you like good art, I'd recommend checking that out. Cool. That being said, um, his um, Wolverine story basically has Wolverine transported to some to some alternate alternate Earth. I mean, for all I know, this could be um, a side story to blame. That would be it'd be amusing if trying if he got this past Marvel without them realizing it. <laughs> yeah, but it's basically him Wolverine. I'm um, transferring this alternate Earth, like, alternate play, alternate dimensions, like a bunch of um machine. Like machine creatures with a few humans surviving, mm-hmm. and let me just say that the guy, the guy can that guy can really fucking draw. I mean, he's yeah. he's got some great great sense of great, great sense of style, great sense of detail, and it's beautiful to see him actually get to work with color mm-hmm. art here as opposed to like the black and white stuff, the, the black and white that most manga. Yeah. Manga, yeah, yeah. The the catch is though that as good as the action is, as good as the art is, storyline is. Kind of superfluous. I mean, it's Wolverine goes goes to this um, alternate Earth, um, get finds up. He needs saving. 
He saves it. End of story. But, uh, and the thing is, though, it's like, um, one of the things I realized like, with, with um, Tsutomu Nihei is that after reading his, um, his, the one volume follow-up he did for the Blame Manga Noise is that he doesn't really write a whole lot of dialogue. Now, the reason he doesn't do that is because generally he doesn't appear to very, be very good at writing it in the first place. Mm. And that's, that's, it, that's it here. I mean, it's like a lot of the dialogue here generally feels kind of superfluous to the actual plot. I mean, I'm looking at this stuff and I'm thinking, hey, you know what? If they just removed all the dialogue bubbles, I don't think there'd be a whole lot of my opinion of the story would really change all that much. I mean, like, yeah, there's people here, but, you know, we really don't get to know them. I mean, all we need to know is that Wolverine's here. He's here to, he's here to kill people, save the world. That's it. Yeah. And, like, for, if you like that kind of, that kind of Wolverine story, if you like Stonehead's art, it's worthwhile. But to be honest, in full disclosure terms here, I got this at Comic Con in the half off bins, yeah. so it's like, yeah, if you can find it for seven for seven bucks, that yeah, that's a good buy too. So as it is, it's it's a nice it's a nice it's a nice enough story, but yeah, not, not essential not essential for in Wolverine terms by anything else right. by any, by any means. Mm-hmm. And so like, there's but so there's gobs of Wolverine stor- stories out there, and like I've uh, God, this this will even cover half the. Half of the Wolverine stories I've got in my own collection, sure. but still, I mean, he's like, he's a he's a great character. I mean, he's yeah, he he's he's surprised for a long popularity because I mean, he's just the fact that he's the kind of guy who's who's willing to do anything in order to get the job done. Like the man, the man's man who who's who's tougher tougher than anyone else in the room. It's like who can who's just willing to say nuts authority and just do whatever it takes to get the job done. Right. That's that's the core of his appeal right there. I'm looking forward to seeing seeing Hugh Jackman express that in the movie. It's like when it comes out at the beginning being in May. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be good. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And on that note, gonna call it call it night and then another week week or two, it's like we'll be back with more stuff. All right. We'll see you next time. Okay. Later. Later.